0: Well, hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and today we are going to do a gut check on your business. There's no better time than right in the middle of the year to look at your business and just make sure that you are on track, but even more so to make sure that you are on track. I also want to make sure that you are moving in the direction that actually fuels your soul. I mean, I know I don't typically use terms like that, but I want you to be excited about your business. And I want to make sure that you are moving in a direction that will allow you to create a business and a life that you absolutely love. And in order to make sure that that is happening, we've got to do a little gut check into your business. Now, in addition to that, Today's episode is going to encourage you to do a little dreaming as well, because if you're not dreaming in your business, things are going to start to feel a little bit stale or just not as exciting as they used to be. And then finally, to wrap up this episode, I am going to ask you to ask yourself one specific question every single quarter of the business year. I ask this question of myself every single quarter and the response to the question always surprises me. My response is always different quarter after quarter, but it always encourages me to tweak something I'm working on. So I'm not going to give it away. As you can see, I'm teasing this question. It's coming at the end of this episode, but I think you are going to love it and hopefully you use it year after year after year. So we'll get there in just one moment. So we're doing a gut check on the business. We're doing a little bit of dreaming and I'm going to give you this one question that you must ask yourself every single quarter to make sure that you are moving toward building a business that you absolutely love. But before we get there, I want to let you know of something that is incredibly exciting and that I've never ever done before. And that is that I'm actually opening up the doors to my live event that I'm doing at the end of this year. To To my general audience. Now usually what I do is I put on a live event at the end of every year and the only people that get to come to my live event are those that are my B-School bonus members or bonus members of other programs like 90 Day Year since I promoted that last year as well. But this time I'm actually opening up the doors to my general audience, and you are invited to attend this live event as well. Now, tickets are limited for sure, and the name of the event is The Entrepreneur Experience And Rick Mulready will be there talking all things Facebook ads. He has an awesome, awesome training planned. My business partner, Devin Duncan, will be there and he's talking about launching. I'm going to teach some new content that I've never taught before. And once in a while, I'll bring in one more special guest. We're still kind of working on all of that, but it's going to be a great event. It's a one day event in San Diego. There are two different dates, October 21st and December 2nd. And the cost of the event is $997. Again, seats are limited. And the reason they're limited is because all of my bonus members get to secure their spot first. So right now, at the time of this recording, they are all securing their spots. And then when I know how many of my bonus members are going to come, I will open the door and have a limited number of tickets for those that were not part of my bonus experience in 2017. So this is the first time that I've done this. I'm really, really excited. And so in about four weeks, registration opens, but you can get on the wait list today. So if you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash events, E-V-E-N-T-S, it's plural. That's such a hard word for me to say, plural, There you go. If I say it a little faster. So amyporterfield.com forward slash events, get on the wait list if you're at all interested. And then when we go live with the general admission, we will for sure send you an email with all the details where it's going to be located in San Diego, any information about travel, any information about what the day is going to look like. But I promise you it's going to be jam packed with really cool trainings. But beyond that, it's a chance for us to meet in person for you to network with some really cool, action-minded, serious entrepreneurs at all different levels. So if you think I'm too new, you're not too new. There's people just starting out, people that have been at it for a while or even for a long time. I always attract a really diverse group to these live events, and I always love every minute of it. So you are invited if you're interested. So again, to get on the wait list, amyporterfield.com forward slash events. Okay, so there you have it. Now let's get to the good stuff, the gut check, the dreaming, and that one question you've got to ask. Here we go. Now, I've broken up your gut check into four different categories. And the first category is content. And the question is, this year, have you been creating consistent original content? I know some of you are hiding under your desk or saying, shut your mouth, Amy, stop asking us this because I know many of you struggle with showing up weekly on your blog or showing up weekly on your podcast or your video show or whatever it might be. And I am definitely here to tell you that you need to be showing up every single week. Most of my students are creating online training programs or they are coaches or consultants. And with that, I think in order for you to stand out from all the noise online, you've got to have your own original voice. That doesn't mean you need to be writing epic blog posts every single week. There are thousands of words. It just means that you need to have your own messaging. You need to do your own mini trainings or mini insights throughout your content or podcast or video show or whatever it might be your opinion matters and your audience is looking for a go-to source. And so if you show up every single week, you're going to beat out all of your competition. So I can't sugarcoat it. It is incredibly important that you are showing up every single week with original content. Now, in case you haven't listened to it, I have a podcast called How to Create Content Rituals to Get More Done. It's number 102. I have another one called Get Your Content House in Order. That's 122. I'm going to link to both of those episodes in the show notes. And the reason I'm linking to those is because I know creating consistent original content is not an easy task for most of us. And I'm going to try to make it easier for you with those two episodes. So that's gut check number one. Are you showing up every single week with original content? Category two leads. It's all about growing your email list. And my question for you is, are you growing your email list every single day? Now, every single day might mean that you've got 10, 20 new leads today, but that starts to add up really quickly. Now, the way you do that is you stack the opportunities for people to join your email list by stacking. I mean, you have a homepage freebie, something on your homepage of your website that allows people to opt in to get a free audio session of yours, a free video, a cheat sheet, whatever it might be. But then you have some core podcast episodes or core blog post episodes that you've included content upgrades in them and what i mean by content upgrade is you do a blog post and then you have a freebie cheat sheet guide blueprint whatever it might be that people can opt into with their name and email in order to get something of great value beyond just the blog post you do not need to do this with every piece of content you create but you do want to create a few different epic blog posts that you could drive traffic to again and again that include some kind of freebie. Also, if you're getting interviewed on people's podcast or you're getting to guest blog posts on someone's blog, you also want to find a way to include a freebie opportunity where people opt in to get something of great value from you. You can mention it on a podcast. You could link to it in a blog post. But if you are doing any kind of interviews for other people and getting in front of new audiences, you want to be driving traffic to some kind of freebie. So that's just a little snapshot of what it might look like to stack the opportunities to grow your email list. If you have a few different list building opportunities out there, it makes it a whole lot easier to be list building every single day. I'm gonna be talking about this whole idea of stacking your list building efforts in a later episode this month. But I just wanted to tease that a little bit because it is important. But look at your overall list building efforts up until this point in this year. How are you doing? Do you feel good about it? Do you feel like you are always finding ways to grow your email list? If yes, awesome. If not, it's an area that you wanna kind of backtrack and look at what's not working and fix it. Fix it sooner than later. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. all e-commerce in the US because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. Category number three, retention. Now, this one's very personal to me, and I wanted to share a story of what recently happened. But the question here before I share my story is, are you taking care of the students you have already brought into your community? So they've already spent money on your services, your products, your programs. Are you keeping them in your community with other opportunities? And for me, up until recently, the answer is not so much. Because recently we uncovered a problem in my business and here it is. I have three programs. I have a really awesome product suite. So if you want to start with list building, I have List Builders Lab. If you're ready to create an online course, I have a course creation program called Courses That Convert. If you want to do webinars, I think that's my favorite program. It's called Webinars That Convert. So I've got a really nice product suite. But what was happening is let's say you already bought courses that convert and webinars that convert from me. You're doing pretty good on list building. So you don't need my list builders lab program. Now what? Sure. I offer some affiliate programs throughout the year, but not many. And so a lot of my students, they have all of my programs or they have as many programs as they need of mine. And now they're just kind of hanging out. And they still have challenges that I know I can help them with, but I don't have time to create another signature program, nor do I see a huge need for it. What I see a huge need for is what I am calling mini trainings. And recently, when I was diving into List Builders Lab, because I've been redoing the program over the last few months, I realized that many of my students that are new at online marketing... They really struggle with finding their target market, their ideal customer avatar. This is something that comes up again and again. So right away, as I dug into the information that my students were giving me, I realized this could be its own standalone mini program. It doesn't need to be a whole signature program that's a thousand or more dollars. It doesn't need to be a program that lasts 60 days to get through. It just needs to be concentrated and deep around one specific topic that once my students dive in and they figure out some of the challenges around their target market, not only will it enrich every single one of the programs they join that are my programs, but also everything they do online. So I sat down with my business partner, Devin, and our project manager, Chloe. We talked about this, and we have come up with an idea to get out a mini program sooner than later. So I'm not actually going to spend months and months creating it. I'm going to find a way to be nimble, put together the content more quickly. And once I've done that, I think I'm going to be able to share with you, one, how I got out a course a lot quicker than let's say 60 or 90 days, which typically is needed when I'm creating a signature course. But if it's just a mini training, whether you want it to use it just to get your course creation started or you see a need in your audience, but it's not a huge program, it's just one specific area. I can't wait to share with you how I do it and then teach you how I did it. So that will be a great podcast episode, if not something more. So anyway, I bring this up and I think I've already talked about this on another podcast. So I'm bringing it up again to let you know that when you look at the category retention in your business, how are you supporting the students that you've already attracted into your world? You might need to think a little bit differently. You might not need a whole nother big program to support them, but maybe you do. Maybe you want to create a mastermind or group coaching or some kind of VIP experience to take those people that you've already attracted. You have already done the hard work. Now let's take them to an area where you know you can help them. Whether it's horizontal or vertical, you can figure out how that works into your product suite, but I think there's some opportunity there. And just as a side note, once I do the target market mini program, I've got tons of ideas of others that I'd like to try out as well. So if you're looking for some new content from me, my friend, it's coming your way. Okay, so we already went over category one content, category two leads, category three retention, category four revenue. This one is a big one because if you are not checking in on your revenue, then you're actually not sure at all if you are on the right track. Now, just a little side note as to what I do in my business. I actually have a bookkeeper. I will link to my bookkeeper in the show notes because I've used her from day one and they are amazing. They're called Good Sense, but I'll link to the actual website in my show notes. But every single month they give me my PL. So I am very clear how much we've spent, how much we've made, and a lot more details just to kind of dive into what's working and what's not working. So it's really important that at this point, at least you know how much you've brought in gross and net. And then I take a really good close look at your expenses. Most people are spending way more money than they need to in their business. And at one point in my business, I looked at all the different subscriptions and tools that I was paying for that I wasn't even using. And I started to save a few hundred dollars a month just by cleaning up the reoccurring charges on tools that I thought I would need in my business that I haven't even touched. So right away, that's one area when you look at expenses to pay close attention to. But just in general, I want you to look at the money coming in, the money going out. This is a really nice time to reassess. If you don't have a bookkeeper and you need to do it yourself, by all means do so. One of the tools that I highly recommend is FreshBooks. So you can look into FreshBooks. I'll link to it in my show notes as well. And that might be a really great place to start, especially if you have to invoice people and you want to track your revenue and your expenses, then FreshBooks might be a really good solution for you. But I think it's important for you to sit down as soon as possible, and just look at the revenue because it really does paint a very big, great picture as to if things are working or maybe if they're not and it's time to reevaluate before you get too much into the second part of the year and it's too late to reevaluate and maybe make some pivots. Okay, so now that we went through the categories, content leads, retention, and revenue, now it's time to do a little dreaming. So let's do it. Now, when it comes to dreaming, I have four different questions I want you to ask yourself. But before we get there, I wanted to tell you about my friend Danica. Now, I say she's my friend, but I've actually never met her. And it's been a long time since I've had a girl crush, but I'm pretty sure this is girl crush caliber here. So Danica Brysha is, I think how you say her last name. I'm terrible with stuff like that. I watched so many of her videos. She never says her last name, but Danica is the founder of model meals. And you guys have probably heard me and Rick Moretti talk about model meals. It's a meal delivery service that is amazing. And it's whole 30 compliant. And it's just incredible. I get it every single week. And I was looking over Danica's website, and she does a lot of morning rituals, and so if you ever want to read about her morning rituals, I'll link to it in the show notes. But when I was reading it, and here's my point to this whole story: as I was reading her morning rituals, and one thing she does is a daily biography of herself in her dream life. So she thinks about all the things that she wants to create, maybe for her business, her personal life. She really does some serious dreaming about the future. And then she does a daily biography of herself in her dream life. So she writes about her life in the future. Now, even beyond that, she does a journal entry from her future to get herself feeling how that life would feel like. So she does a little biography And then she does an actual journal entry as though she were in the future. Now, that's some intense stuff, but Danica has changed her life dramatically from where she was to where she is now in all areas of her life. So when I see people have major success and major transformation, I don't judge them on the intense Is that a word of what they do in their daily rituals in order to create the life they have? Instead, I look at that and I am just incredibly impressed. So this is something that I've recently added to the mix of the things I do, not on a daily basis. I'm not really good with journaling every day, but two or three times a week, I can do that. So this is something I've just recently adopted. So I cannot say I'm a huge success at it just yet. It's brand new for me but I absolutely love it so far. So when we're talking about dreaming, looking at your future self, journaling as though you are in the future in your dream life, I don't see anything wrong with that one. As long as you're staying present and taking action every single day, and looking toward the future, I mean, bring it on. Other ways that people love to dream is through vision boards. And I have definitely done that as well. They're so cool to look back on and realize all the things that actually came to fruition based on what you visualized on your vision board. So I know you guys know many different ways that you can look into the future and you can dream big. I just want to encourage you in the next 48 hours to take at least one hour to just dream big, however you want to dream. You can do it the way Danica does it. You can vision board. You can do anything that you want to do. Take a walk and think about what's possible. But the reason I want to impress upon you the importance of taking an hour in the next 48 hours is because I don't dream enough. I put my head down, I get into the work, and I forget to think about what's possible. What good can I put into this world beyond what I've done so far? What can I create? What's possible with the business in my life? I just don't spend enough time in that space. And so if you're anything like me, you get it, right? Next 48 hours, one hour, allow yourself to do some dreaming. And then take some notes so you know what it is that you want to create. So first, I want you to do that. But then beyond that, I want you to answer these four questions. And this is what today's freebie is all about. I'm gonna walk you through in the freebie the actual four gut checks, and then these four areas to allow yourself to start planning for your future, do a little dreaming, and then actually making it happen. So the freebie today is really, really simple. It's just basically the four gut check, the four ways to dream and do. Okay, so here you go. Number one, what's one big leap you're going to make for the second half of the year? What's one big leap you're going to make So if you've already made a bold move this year, then I feel like you're covered. If you feel like you're on the right track and you might not need to make another bold move, but you need to focus more on list building, or maybe you need to figure out retention or whatever that might be, then by all means, spend your time there. But if you haven't done something bold this year, now is the time. If you haven't listened to The very first episode I did this year, it was called Something Around Bold Moves, but it was episode number 142. I thought I had the title and I didn't, but it's episode number 142. I'll link to it in the show notes. And I actually outline ways to make bold moves in your business. And I wanted you to choose just one. If you haven't done that yet, you still have time. You have the rest of the year to do it. Now, the reason Why you want to make these bold moves is we can't stay comfortable. We can't get all warm and fuzzy and cozy in our business if we want to keep moving forward and keep creating amazing things. You got to get a little uncomfortable. It's got to feel a little awkward at times. And then you get past that and it's smooth sailing for a while. And then again, you got to get uncomfortable. I feel like that's the only way to do business as an entrepreneur. Now, let me tell you, you all heard that I've been creating this video studio, right? I've been talking about it online a bunch. I probably already mentioned it in the podcast, but I spent a lot of money to create a video studio in my home office and it is a big deal. I'm in there right now, but my podcast equipment still isn't set up properly until next week. And so this audio actually might sound different than my traditional audio, but regardless of that, I'm looking around, there's two different cameras, there's like six different lights, there's trussing in here, so like big metal poles and all that good stuff, and it makes me very nervous. I am not at all comfortable in this new video studio. I just feel like the lights are hot. This is a smaller room. I normally do video from downstairs in my big living room and I use natural lighting, but the reason that didn't work is because if I wanted to do a video at 6 p.m., That went out the window and the camera angle wasn't right. The lighting wasn't right. It just got really stressful. And I wanted to go pro with my videos. And so it was time in my business to do this. Putting together the video studio made me uncomfortable. Sitting here in this video studio, recording live videos, doing a weekly live show on my Facebook page right now. All of that makes me incredibly uncomfortable but I'm still gonna show up and do it because this is how I stretch myself and how I move my business forward. And I've gotta test it out. I might change things down the road. I might not love having a video show. I don't know, I've gotta try it. And that was my big, bold move for 2017. A video show on my Facebook page every Thursday and also creating a next level video studio for me to really be pro in what I'm doing. So that's my bold move. And yes, right now I'm sweating bullets and I'm really uncomfortable with it, but I will make my way through it. I always do. Same for you. What's your bold move? Don't be afraid to get uncomfortable. Number two, after you decide your big bold move, if you haven't done it yet, number two, what's one small change you're going to make? Because every bold move starts with just one small shift or one small change. So what is that going to look like for you? I just wanted you to think about what's one thing you can do to kind of get the ball rolling and then move into something big. So you might not need a small shift, but if you do, I want you to explore that if it's going to propel you into the next big thing. And number three, what is your second half of the year mantra? and maybe you're listening to this later, so it's beyond the second half of the year, it doesn't matter. What is your mantra right now to move your business forward? To be quite honest, when I was preparing this for you, I thought, I'm not sure what my mantra is. And so I promised myself, I will have my mantra picked out before this episode goes live. So the morning that this episode goes live, I've got to jump on Insta Stories or Facebook Live or something, and I've got to share with you my mantra, and then I'll say, go listen to this episode so you can share your mantra with me as well. But I think it's important that we are repeating something to ourselves over and over again. Like one of my friends, she is fearful right now in her business because she's just starting out. So every decision she makes, every move she makes, she just feels fearful about it. So her mantra right now in this season of her business is a life lived in fear is a life half-lived. So every time she does something, if she feels herself kind of clamming up or her heart beating fast or sweating around a decision, she thinks a life lived in fear is a life half-lived. So it's something that you can just repeat to yourself over and over again when you see your old patterns creeping in. So I'm going to think about mine. I'm going to share it with you the morning this episode goes live. I want you to think about yours. And holy cow, I would love to hear it. So come over to my Facebook page where I post about this episode the morning it goes live and post your mantra. I would love, love, love to hear it. Let's share it with each other. Now, the fourth question is, what are you most excited about right now in your business? So if I were to ask you that, I want you to speak out loud. If you're somewhere where you're not going to look crazy by talking to yourself, what are you most excited about right now in your business? I wish I could hear you so very badly because I'd love to hear what you have to say. But here's the thing. When it comes to my business, what I'm most excited about is that mini program I told you about. Not just the topic of finding your target market, but I'm excited to create something new and to do it in a really quick, efficient manner and to try some new technology as we roll it out. Like, it's just gonna be different than anything I've done before, and I'm excited to try some different stuff. What are you most excited about? Now, I also wanna share with you one little thing. Before I'm even allowed to touch that new mini product, I have to get done with a big project that I've been working on for a while, which is revamping List Builders Lab. Now, I'm excited to revamp List Builders Lab, and I'm deep into it right now. But if you told me I could be done with that and move on to this new exciting project right now, I'd be like, hallelujah but I can't, I made a commitment to my students to rework this program. I've been telling all of you about it. My team's working on it, so I'd let them down if I just push that to the wayside. So you've gotta respect your word, you've gotta respect yourself and your team and your clients, and whatever you're working on right now, get it done before you move on to that next thing that you are so very excited about. Now, you're lucky if that thing you're working on right now is what you're most excited about. But typically as entrepreneurs, we always have one step into the next big thing that we can't wait to get our hands on. But the entrepreneurs that are most successful are those that do not allow themselves to go there until they finish what they're working on now. And that is my my big wish for you that you finish what you're working on now and then move on to what you're most excited about. Okay, so I already went through the, the gut check and the little bit of dreaming that I want you to do. But now my final thing that I want to share with you, what I promised at the very beginning of this episode is I'm going to ask you a question and I want you to honestly answer it and see if you could just answer it right now in the moment and then we're going to talk about it. And the question is this, what are you doing in your business right now that you dread? What are you doing in your business that you hate doing that you think about it and you're like, ugh, gross, I don't want to do that at all. We all have these things in our business. There is no way you can tell me that you love every single thing you're doing in your business. What's one thing that you absolutely hate? So I'll share mine and then you have to promise to think of yours as well. For me, I mean, there's a few things that I don't like to do, and one of the things I did not like to do for a long time was check in with people to make sure that they completed a task and then get all the details about that task and move it forward. I just hated doing that, and we would have it in Asana. This is long before Chloe came on as the project manager, but we would have different tasks in Asana but I just hated checking into Asana to see if other people were doing their job. It must remind me too much of my corporate days. I did a lot of management and I just am tired of that. And I also know that I have a pretty awesome team where they're moving forward, but it's not fair to them if I'm not being a good leader and checking in regularly and giving them the support they need. I just hated that feeling of always checking in on people to see if they were doing the work that I asked them to do. And so that was one of the big reasons we got a project manager in the business so that the project manager could check in with everything, have the meetings she needs to have to make sure people have the right information to move forward and do their job. Like I didn't have to have as many meetings anymore once we hired a project manager and I didn't have to check in with everybody to make sure they did this or that. For some reason, I just have this Yucky feeling about all of that. I didn't want to do it anymore. And here's the thing about being an entrepreneur and being honest about what you want to do and you don't want to do there's no judgment. You're the boss. So I might tell you that I don't like to check in and see if people are doing their work and all that. And you might say, well, that's a terrible leader, Amy. And I say, that's just something I don't like to do. So instead, I find somebody who does it even better than me. I feel like that's a great leader. So don't judge yourself or anybody else about what they want to do or don't want to do in their business. Just keep your eye on your own stuff. Be honest with yourself. And when you find that one area that you just hate doing, it might be super simple and small, or it could be bigger, like I didn't like the whole management of all the pieces. Then you want to do something about it. So I just took a few minutes to outline some of the ways that you can approach the stuff in your business that you don't want to do or you hate doing or you dread. And the first thing is that you can stop doing it. Period. Again, Hobie, my husband, has to remind me all the time, you're the boss, Amy. So if you're complaining about something, you got to look at the situation and say, do you want to just stop doing it completely? Usually that is not my answer. Obviously, for my situation, what I didn't like, I'm not going to just stop managing my team, period. But that is one of the options. So I just kind of wanted you to try it on for size. Number two, You could change something so that task actually does go away. So in my case, that wouldn't have worked. I don't think I could change my business dramatically so that nobody needs to be checked in with. But that might work for you. So again, change something in your business so that task that you hate just completely goes away. It's not even a factor anymore because it doesn't work into any of the projects you're working on. Just an option Number three, find a way to make it more enjoyable. So if you hate this task, you can't give it to somebody else. You can't stop doing it. It's got to get done by you. If that really is the truth, then you got to find a way to make it more enjoyable. I don't know what that would mean for you, but there's always a way to make it more fun or to make it more interesting or to add variety to this task that you're doing every single day or every single week. So that is a possibility. Now, the fourth thing is to just hire it out. I didn't want to jump to that one right away because you might not need to hire it out. You might not need to pay someone to do it for you, but that is a possibility, and usually the one that most entrepreneurs jump to. No right or wrong, but I wanted to save that one for the last suggestion. However, if you're going to hire it out, basically like I did, I hired a project manager. I feel that you need to be committed to spending that time that you no longer have to do that task. Instead, spending that time on something incredibly valuable for your business. So I made a commitment that if we were going to hire a content manager, that meant I had a lot more time to create content. So no more excuses that I wasn't getting my podcast out every single week. And that was a big one for me because you all know back in the day, I wasn't doing a weekly podcast, maybe two, three times a month at the most. And so if you're going to hire something out, The way I usually justify it is I say, how much time is that going to save me? And what am I going to do with that time? I've got to make it worth it. And usually it comes back to creating consistent content. You see what I did there? I looped it right back to the beginning. Pretty good, right? So anyway, I just wanted to end with that question. I asked myself every single quarter, what am I working on that I dread, I hate, I don't enjoy? What am I going to do about it? And I gave you four different ways that you can kind of approach that. So there you have it. Now a few quick housekeeping items before we wrap up. Number one, as I mentioned earlier, for the first time ever, I am inviting my community to my live event in October, and I have another one in December. You get to choose which date works best for you. Now, typically, I only open up my live events to my B-School bonus members and my 90-day bonus members. And all of you that are part of my bonus experiences, you get first dibs on the tickets. Each event will be around 300 people, probably a little less, but somewhere around there. And we are definitely not selling tickets beyond that. So it's a first come first serve. The tickets are $997. You get to choose between the October 21st date or the December 2nd date. Each of the events will have special guests that will do trainings. I will be teaching some new content and beyond that, we're going to have some amazing networking opportunities. It's just a one day event in sunny San Diego. I would love for you to join me. Tickets are not available yet. But you can get on the waitlist at amyporterfield.com forward slash events. That's events with an S. Number two, the freebie for this episode is a quick one sheet where I walk through the four gut checks I want you to ask yourself and then the four different questions to help you dream about the possibilities that are out there. And then, of course, I've included that golden question, what are you working on right now that you are dreading, that you are hating, that you wish you didn't have to do? Now, the reason why this one sheet is so important is that right now, you already know this stuff. So you remember it, you've been answering the questions probably as we've been going along. But what about at the end of the year? What about asking yourself these questions at the end of the year to plan for the new year? Or depending on when you're listening to this, you might wanna ask yourself these questions every single quarter, which is the goal here. So because of that, I want you to download the freebie, save it on your computer, and then every quarter, just pull it out. It's just a quick little check-in. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 167 download to get your hands on it. amyporterfield.com forward slash 167 download. Wow. That's a lot of links I just gave you. So everything can be found at amyporterfield.com forward slash 167. Thank you so very much for tuning in. I cannot wait to see you again here next week. Bye for now.